Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Hello and welcome to a Thursday, April 6th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And to kick things off with a bit of news today, um, so Deadline does these projections of most profitable films, profitable films of the year. So for 2016, um, they have two DC movies listed. Now this is um, this isn't like official information, but it's it's strongly estimated by their numbers. So they use publicly released information mixed with their insider sources and take a look at everything completely. What the film brought in, box office sales, home media, TV rights, all that jazz, and subtract the expenses with it and say what's the most profit- profitable. And interestingly enough, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice came in at number 13, an estimated net profit of $105.7 million. And Suicide Squad came in at number 10 with an estimated net profit of $158 million. Yeah, that's those are pretty impressive numbers. Um, and, you know, I think both of those movies maybe, well, probably Batman versus Superman more than Suicide Squad, didn't perform quite as well as DC wanted to, but even... Even with that, um, or I should say as Warner Brothers wanted them to, but even with that, making $105 million of profit, that's that's not too bad. Not to mention, um, this is just film, you know, stuff specific to the film. Uh, I remember Halloween time talking about how uh, all the costumes, all the Harley Quinn costumes that were sold and all the toys and all the other stuff that go into that. So... To make over two hundred and sixty million between two films that weren't well critically received, it just again shows the potential of this universe and um, how things are going well. Even if, even if you know, there's room for critical improvement. Definitely. All right, our next piece of news: uh, there's a potential writers' strike looming. Hollywood Reporter is reporting um, the contract expires May first. And the Writers Guild has promised to strike if there is no new deal at that time. Um, and so the Writers Guild really does a lot of writing. Oh, so really? It would Im- yeah, it would impact TV, film, and web series. So all of the all of the kind of fun ways that we consume DC content um, could get pushed back or delayed in some way. Um, but no, it's not certain that they're not going to strike a new deal. But they, it is certain that if they don't, then they will strike. Right, and um, I guess. We won't spend too much time on this because it could, you know, they could reach, an, you know, deadlines per action. So as we get closer to May 1st, there's a chance that a deal comes across. But it's, there's a pretty significant difference. Um, you know, I, I think that the proposed deal from the writers would, I think it has to do with health insurance and everything, but it would essentially cost like Warner Brothers specifically like $27 million each year. Um, so it's not chump change, um, but... I'm, you know, we're not going to get into that. As DC fans, we've been impacted by the writers' strike before, partially responsible for stopping George Miller's Justice League Mortal. Um, I remember that a short and final season of Smallville with Michael Rosenbaum's Lex. Yeah. So, I guess with all the all the projects in the writing stage, this could definitely be something. Um, but I guess we'll we'll talk about it more when that happens, if if it happens. On to TV Preacher season two is quickly approaching, and AMC has announced that they're actually going to do a two night premiere 
Um, so it's going to be Sunday, June 25th at 10 p.m. Eastern, and then Monday, June 26th at 9 p.m. Eastern. So they're going to air the first two episodes back-to-back, and then the show will continue on its normal time slot Mondays at 9. They did release a synopsis for the season. Uh, the expanded second season, consisting of 13 episodes, is a genre-bending thrill ride that follows West Texas preacher Jesse Custer, his badass ex-girlfriend Tulip, and an Irish vampire named Cassidy as they embark on a road trip to find God and are thrust into a twisted battle between spanning heaven, hell, and everywhere in between. Yeah, that show is insane, man. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you're not sure if it's insane, just read the synopsis and then you'll know. <laughs> yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Uh, so yeah, we have that, that coming up pretty soon. And um, they just announced also that all 10 season of one episodes of Preacher are available exclusively on Hulu if you want to binge that before the show comes back. Uh, that's the that's the only place you can get it now. It's not on Netflix or anything in the U.S. anyway. So, yep. All right. And then last up, we have a Twitter question coming from Bobby Klaus one um, basically asking about some casting for Batgirl. And they suggested Emma Stone, Zoe Kravitz, and Alicia Vikander. Uh, any of those st- stick out to you, Tom? Uh, yes. Uh, I, I think, well, I think they'd all be pretty good choices. Um, I think we've talked before how I think Emma Stone would do a great job, obviously because she's a great actress and also because she's had red hair before. So, but I'm not, I'm not tied down to the idea that, that Barbara Gordon has to have red hair. So I'm totally open to who they cast and, yeah, Zoe Kravitz is a name I hadn't thought of before, but I I think she could be a good choice. She is only like five two, um, but I've, I've never thought of Barbara Gordon as being super tall. Like five two might look weird for Wonder Woman, but I think it's doable for Barb for uh for Batgirl. Uh, are there any names? I mean, what did what do you think of those names? Like you said, all of those I think would make great choices. Um, we say it a couple. We've said it lots of times about different choices, but like any one of those that got cast. It would be good. Um, I, I think Alicia Vikander actually sticks out the most for me. Um, She's doing she, Tube Raider, right? Yeah. Um, but she was really, really good in Ex Machina, which is where, where I've seen her. But um, she's she's pretty hot actress right now. Um, a lot of people trying to get her. So um, I don't know how interested she is in superhero stuff. That I guess that goes for all the other actresses too. But No, man, everybody wants the Batgirl role. There, yeah. there are a ton of actresses like, sharing stuff on social media of how they want to be considered. I think this is going to be a pretty popular um, role, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, another name that I have been thinking about is Emily Browning. Uh, she was in Sucker Punch. Zack Snyder directed that. And so she's got some pretty cool action comic book hero-y um, prowess. And I think she looks the part. Yeah, that's an interesting name, too. I don't know if if she's done much since Sucker Punch. Not really. Um but she was good in that. So, uh, and like you said, it's a it's a similar type of role, very action heavy, and and shows a lot of different things. Uh, some of the other names that are mentioned quite a bit, I guess we can just we can just talk about them now. But I, I've heard a lot of Jane Levy, Emma Watson, and Anna Kendrick. Are, are any of those interesting to you? Uh, Jane Levy, yes. Emma Watson, Anna Kendrick, no. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Emma Emma Watson, I don't know. I just <laughs> I know like I know some of these other actresses, but she is just 
more than all of the other ones named she is i think i don't know it's maybe saying she's too big of a star to do it just like it's too distracting to have her as batgirl i feel like almost but i don't know and i haven't actually been a super big fan of her work outside of harry potter and so maybe that's my own issue and then anna kendrick i it's just some people just rub you the wrong way and she rubs me the wrong way so i'm not a huge fan <laughs> of her it's it's the eddie Rainman, red main effect he's a great actor and he's really good at what he does but for some reason i just don't like him and so when i see a movie with him i don't like it <laughs> anna kendrick kind of has that effect on me well maybe maybe there's some problem that you have that we need yeah. to get to the bottom of that it's, and figure out what's wrong with you <laughs> right that you don't like so maybe his... maybe seeing her as batgirl would solve that no yeah but i haven't i don't think i've seen jane levy in anything uh she does look you know i mean she's got red hair i guess so that's why she's popular in fan casts you know um yeah which makes sense that's what we all that's what we all do we, but um that doesn't mean she couldn't do it and, and emma watson i think is a pretty talented actress and i think she could probably pull it off I, I initially was kind of against that but the more i thought about it the more i think maybe she can do it and as far as anna kendrick i'm the opposite of you i think i've liked her in everything i've seen her in but i've never seen her in a physical role which doesn't mean she can't do it um remember these are actresses and they can they're supposed to act differently based on what they're asked to do. Yeah. Um, but I've just never seen that. Uh, I wouldn't be against it, but, you know, she's not, definitely not my top choice. Yeah. All right. Well, that is all we've got for today. Thanks for listening. and We'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. And make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.